0: This call may be recorded or transcribed.
1: It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who just joined me on the call?
2: Good morning, Andrew. This is Providenta Finisher.
1: Uh, Good morning, happy Friday. Happy Friday to
3: you. Have a blessed day.
1: Oh, you as well.
0: Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day.
1: God bless you, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. Thank you. Good
0: morning, Brother Andrew.
2: Grateful Deborah
1: Evans. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Friday.
2: Happy Friday
1: to you, too. Good to hear you, sound.
0: Thank you, likewise.
1: Be therefore followers of God. Good morning, Brother
0: Andrew. It's Susie.
1: Hey, Sister Susie. Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday to you, too. How you doing?
1: Doing well, thank you. How about you?
0: I'm doing wonderful.
1: Is is it easier for you to read now? Yeah. (laughs) Excellent, excellent, excellent.
0: You you have a wonderful and blessed
2: day.
1: You as well. Love you. Love you, too.
2: (laughs) All
1: and all the time God is good, sister Yvonne. good to hear you this morning. Happy Friday to you
2: Everybody.
1: I hope you have a wonderful day. God you bless you, will. thank you. <laughs> It's an amazing day at the Clear Victory. It's Men's Day. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. Happy Friday, Brother Mi- Brother Michael. Andrew. Hey, Brother Michael. God bless you. Happy Friday. Thank you, sir. Good to have you on the wall. Likewise. Thank you. hmm It's an amazing day at the Clear Victory. It's a Friday. And it's awesome to be alive. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. Good morning, this is and Kim. Good morning, sisters. Happy Friday.
4: Good morning, it's Jesse. Fabulous Friday to all.
1: Excellent. Happy Friday to you, Sister Jesse. Good to hear you. Be therefore followers of God, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given Himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for sweet-smelling savour. But fornication, and all uncleanness, or covetousness, let it not be once named among you, as become saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. It's happy Friday to clear victory, my name is Andrew, and we are walking towards the light. Who's with me on the call? For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. All things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make 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 manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead; the Christ shall give thee light. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call?
4: Good morning, Brother Andrew, as beloved Barb. I hope all is well for you. I continue to lift you in prayer.
1: Thank you so much, sister. Happy Friday. Things are going well. Awesome. Yeah, it's just good to be alive. Amen. Every day is a a blessing.
4: Not to be taken
5: for granted.
1: Oh, no, ma'am. And if we're blessed to be alive, then we need to be a blessing to others while we are yet alive. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Amen. You have a blessed day. You too, sweetie.
3: Good morning, Brother Andrew. This is
1: Cynthia. Hey, Sister Cynthia. Happy Friday.
2: Happy Friday to you too. Have a great day.
1: You as well. You as well. Did anyone else join us? here on Declare Victory. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns. Good morning, it's Yvette. Hey, Yvette, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Friday. According to the clock on the wall, it's time we got our morning started. So I'm going to ask everyone that can hear me, please check your phone, activate the mute feature, so that when the word of God goes forth, it can accomplish what it was sent to accomplish without any impediment. We don't want to give the enemy any foothold this morning. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Please check continually throughout the call that your mute feature is still engaged until such time as you're asked to come off mute for praise, worship, and love, life, and victory. Good morning again, my name is Andrew again, I'm your host for the morning. Thank you so much for joining us here at Declare Victory. Who are we, you may ask? We are a prayer caller. We meet Monday through Friday every morning, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we are here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend or two or more so they can be blessed too. Today is Friday, it's men's day. Only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you this morning. Please be sure to continue joining us daily during this month of September because our new monthly theme is entitled, PUSH, P-U-S-H, as in push onward, push harder, push extra strongly, push or press through, even pushed into your purpose. There's a blessing in the hearing and doing. Please join us. Two announcements are before us today. Firstly, please join us this evening for Friday Night Live, airing from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time again, reaching it by calling this same number. You will certainly be blessed. Secondly, please remember that there will be no more Saturday prayer call temporarily on the Declare Victory. Prayer calls will resume as scheduled Monday through Friday, same time, same place. We're doing so in order to give the day back to the caller so that they can spend more time with their families and their respective church ministries. There were no prayer requests on the online app this morning, but there are prayer requests that are still on our minds and hearts and they still need lifted up. Firstly, suffer the little children and forbid them not, and for such is the kingdom of heaven. We need to lift the children up continuously. So many are going back to school. So many schools are struggling with whether to mask or not mask. There are children still unvaccinated, There are some teachers still unvaccinated, not just in any particular state, but across the nation. There are still children that are incarcerated uh, that were coming to this country simply seeking asylum, simply seeking a better, safer way of life. And they've been separated from their parents. That trauma is still very real that pain is still very present for them. We need them lifted before the Lord. The children that are being bullied, the children that are being trafficked, the children that are in the hospital with the COVID-19 virus, the children that are in hospice care, the children who have severe cases of arthritis, diabetes, uh, loneliness, The ones that are seeking suicide, Mm -hmm. thinking that that will ease their pain. The children that are going through divorce in their families. The children that are feeling the financial stress. The children with addicted parents. We're lifting all of them before the Lord. We're lifting the first responders, police, paramedics, firemen. The individuals that are battling the fires that are still burning on the west coast and in other places in the world we're praying for the prisoners that are being forced to fight the fires we're praying for those that are incarcerated physically as well as mentally and spiritually we're praying for the men of the gospel who may be weary in the well-doing the ones that are feeling the strain of their congregations because of the times in which we live, the ones that are burdened by the cares of life. We're praying for those that are bereaved and grieving, the ones that are newly visited by the specter of death, the ones that are reliving and grieving anniversaries. We're praying for each other praying for marriages, praying for friendships that have maybe frayed and strayed along the way. We're praying for wisdom so that we can show ourselves before the world, rightly dividing the word of truth, not giving the enemies of the Lord great occasion to blaspheme. We're praying for our leaders that they lead that they be just, that they be merciful, or praying for the elderly, and all other requests that are heavy on our hearts this morning, we're taking them all before the throne of grace boldly, as our Father instructs us to. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. That order once again, Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be rendered by Pastor Winton. Immediately following, Pastor Winton will lead us through love, life, and victory, where he will further enlighten us with teaching from his message this morning and answering any questions that may come up. The scripture for today is found in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18 because he himself suffered when he was tempted he is able to help those who are being tempted may the lord add a blessing to the reading hearing and doing of this holy word please ma'am please sir check your phone once again make sure the mute feature is depressed and activated so that we can all sit back and be blessed by the word from heaven I now pass the call to a prayer warrior. My name is Andrew Hart. God bless you all. Brother Jeff, if you're praying, we cannot hear you. Hello, can you guys hear me now? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Thank you, Lord God. Glory to your name. Good morning, Holy
6: Spirit. Good morning, God the Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for another day, Lord God, another opportunity, Lord God, to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God, for... This prayer line declare victory Lord God thank you for your servant brother Andrew this morning Lord God and all of those things that he spoke of Lord God that we are praying for that we are lifting up Lord God and we want to say thank you Lord God for the answering of those prayers Lord God that the angels have already been dispatched Lord God hallelujah Lord God for the answering of those prayers Lord God thank you lord god for reminding us lord god all that we have to be grateful for lord god and lord god we say thank you lord god for this month lord god we are pushing lord god we are pushing toward heaven lord god we are pushing lord god through our breakthroughs lord god we are pushing Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for all of the the teaching, Lord God, and the guidance, Lord God, that we receive here on Declare Victory, Lord God. So this morning, Lord God, we lift up this prayer line to you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. For we believe, God, that we shall receive, Lord God, when we pray. Glory to your name, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Jesus, 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 glory to your name, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. As Brother Andrew said, for the children, Lord God. Yes. Thank you, Lord God, for covering our children, Lord God. Uh, Hi, Jesus. Our grown adult children, our grandchildren, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Our, our, our school systems, Lord God, so much is going on in the world today, Lord God, we say thank you, Lord God, that we place our trust and faith in you, Lord God, knowing that you are in control, Lord God. No matter what's going on, Lord God, in the world today, we place our trust in you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, that we could push our way through, Lord God. Yes, glory to your name, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We lift up our families to you this morning, Lord God. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, that we're able to humble ourselves, Lord God. Uh, uh, bow, Bow down, Lord God. Get on our knees, Lord God, and pray for our loved ones, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we could uh, that, that generational thing has been broken already, Lord God. Oh Jesus, Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to live holy, Lord God. Oh Hallelujah, Lord God. So our whole families, Lord God, may be saved, Lord God. Glory to your name. So much is going on today, Lord God. We want to say thank you, Lord God. For rain, Lord God, in the state of California, Lord God. In the northern uh, section of the state where the fires are are, are blazing, Lord God. We thank you in advance, Lord God, for the rain that is to come, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God. Lord God, we pray. Yes, Lord God. We continue to pray, Lord God. for marriages, Lord God, Monday nights, Lord God, marriage matters, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to lift up marriages to you today, Lord God, and, and that ministry, Lord God. Brother Eric and, and Sister Juju, Lord God, that is faithful to that ministry, we lift them up to you as well, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up TNT Bible study to you, Lord God. Pastor Lavelle, John, glory to your name, Lord God, as he preach and teach on Tuesday nights, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up those that pray for the children on Wednesday nights. Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. And those that are praying for their husbands, Lord God, on Wednesday night, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up, hallelujah, Thursday night, Lord God. And Sister Lisa Porter, Lord God, the walking word, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, as she ministered to the women, Lord God. Lord God, we lift up Friday night live. Lord God, glory to your name. We lift up, declare victory to you this morning. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah, for the power of prayer, Lord God. This prayer line, hallelujah. Lord God, I continue, Lord God, to pray, Lord God, for actual gospel in my bishop, Lord, Bishop Bob Jackson, Lord God, and his congregation, Lord God, in the ministries. Lord God, I lift up the baptism department to you this morning, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Evangelist Shelly, Lord God. Hallelujah. Brother Kelly, Lord God. Hallelujah. Brother, hallelujah. Minister Jermaine, Lord God. I lift them up to you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Pretty Patrice, Lord God. My wife, Lord God. Cover her today, Lord God. Oh, Jesus. Heal her body, Lord God. Quicken her spirit, Lord God. Make us one, Lord God. Glory to your name. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray. Hallelujah, Lord God, that, that that we be the light, Lord God, that we be the salt, Lord God, here in the earth, Lord God. We won't be trampled on, Lord God. Lord God, we'll be the light, Lord God, that enter in. we're going to push, Lord God, into the darkness, Lord God, and bring the light, Lord God, into this world, Lord God. Glory to your name. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Lord God, we continue, Lord God, to pray. For our families, Lord God, and our children, Lord God, Lord God, I call out the name of thee. Hallelujah! said it Dominique, Lord God. Deontay, Lord God. Taj, Lord God. Cover them, Lord God. Hallelujah! Who you in Jesus, wherever they're at, Lord God, whatever they're doing, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you prick their hearts and their minds, Lord God, and that you draw them closer to you, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for that breath of Lord God, and that ankle bracing, Lord God. That's on Beyonce, Lord God. Let him get some sobriety, Lord God. Hallelujah. The clearest mind, Lord God. So that when he's able to take that ankle bracelet off, Lord God, when he's able to be finished with the breathalyzer, that he'll desire, Lord God, to remain sober, Lord God, and to seek the kingdom of heaven. Oh, glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God. Glory to your name. Lord God, I lift up to Tyna, Lord God, joy in Tahira, Lord God. Bless them. Cover them, Lord God. Glory to your name. Lord God, I pray for my children, Lord God, my family. Lord God, it's not a selfish prayer, Lord God. I'm just covering my family, Lord God. Glory to your name. Lord God, I call out the name of James Lee Brown, Jr. Durrindon, Lord God. Cover them, Lord God. Hallelujah. The elders in my family, Lord God. Bless them today. Cover them, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God for the power of prayer, Lord God. Lord God, so we continue, Lord God, to pray for our communities. Yes, Lord God, the city of Oakland, Lord God, even though, Lord God, I no longer reside there, Lord God, I continue to lift up the city of Oakland, Lord God, and hallelujah, I pray, Lord God, find that spirit, Lord God, Buying that dynamic spirit, Lord God. Continue to, that continue to take lives and murder in that city, Lord God. Oh Jesus, glory to Your name. We lift up the city of Oakland, Lord God, and the saints that are in that city praying and covering for for that city, Lord God. Rebuke that spirit, Lord God. That murdering spirit, Lord God. Heal that city, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for all of the pastors, Lord God, that are coming together and praying for that city, Lord God. Glory to your name. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. I continue, Lord God, to lift up the United States of America, Lord God, and the presidency, the Congress, Lord God, and the Senate, Lord God. Hey, hallelujah, glory to your name. Those that are making decisions, Lord God, that will affect our lives, Lord God. Yay, hallelujah, Lord God. From the White House, Lord God, all the way down to the mayor's office, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hit here, here, Jesus in the state of California, we pray. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much, Lord God, for us to pray and to push through for, Lord God. Glory to your name. So, Lord God, we continue, Lord God. To pray for our military lord god that watches over our borders lord god lord god we pray for those uh, folks from afghanistan lord god that are seeking uh, uh refuge lord god here in the united states lord god thank you hallelujah lord god for bringing our troops home lord god for fighting a war for 20 years lord god thank you for covering hallelujah Glory to your name. Lord God, I lift up the the country of Haiti, Lord God. Jesus, send a, a refuge to that city, that country, Lord God. Oh, so much drama and tragedy is going on around in the world today, Lord God. Lord God, we pray. Thank you, Lord God, for the power of prayer, Lord God. Glory to your name. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. So I want to ask that declare Victory. We, let's take our phones off of mute and collectively give praise and thanks and pray for our there families, Lord
2: God. Pray for those things that God has placed on your place. heart pray for in are all Make you for the day here comes the Lord. Here comes the Lord. Here comes the Lord. Here comes the the Lord. the Lord. the Lord. Here comes the Lord. Here the we can God. We cast God. 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 We I think it's hard to say that the day is a day, or a good a good day, or a good day, or a good day, or a a good day, or a good day, or a good day, or a good day, or a good a hearing our prayers God, thank you, Lord God. hallelujah that you are right the call in your hand and hand are doing our all Hallelujah, God. that you said doing you said. doing you are doing it all you you are you 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 Lord God, 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 Lord Lord God, Lord God, Lord to Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, Lord Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, Oh the God, will that not a young child. I'm 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 not a young we swear to We swear to we to that We to We that We will never We will never We 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 and the master of the palace Alexander and the boy who was split and he was going to be a king and he going to be a king and he was 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 going to be a to be a king and he going to be a to be a king and he going to be a to be a king and he going to be a to be a king and he going to be a to going to be 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 to be I love you, Lord. so i i i Oh, thank you, thank you, 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 thank you Hallelujah! am in the 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 Hallelujah! 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 I do Yeah. know. I don't Yeah. Thank you Lord God, oh God, yeah. thank, you God thank you Lord thank you God Thank you, thank, you, thank you. Lord God. So Lord God, as we prepare, Lord God, move it to the next phase of the call, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God.
1: Thank you for the push, Lord God.
6: Prepare our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to receive your word this morning, Lord God, from the declarer, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for victory, Lord God. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. As I pass the call. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We lift your name high, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning. I declare victory, family. What a time of prayer we have had in God. and Certainly we thank God for each and every one of you today. Uh, of course, it is our favor Friday. Uh, as Rochelle would say, I wanted to uh, come on with the word of the Lord today, and I pray that you all are doing well. The joy of the Lord is truly our strength. And uh that is that is not something that I am just declaring, but that is something that I am living. Uh so i think this push and uh, I, I wanna I wanna kinda pause and set this up the right way, but I have uh in my personal life, uh my ministry life, uh and and those who are in my inner circle uh also pastors and uh but but who just happen to be pastors but they're friends. Uh, we're, we're all kind of dealing with some of the same things, the transitions of sorts, uh, that, that, that place of, um, an assignment kind of being up, but then also knowing that God has something else for you. And so this, this, this declaration and what we are saying is timely. Uh, I believe that this is a season, people of God, where God is beginning to push us, uh, and and I think I shared this with y'all a couple of months ago. You know, the way God works with me, of course he works different with with other people. Uh but but certainly for me, uh it seems like I am being pushed. Uh whenever he wants me to do something, right? Uh I always pray God is this you. Uh if it if it is you, make it so clear in fact that I cannot error and and or fault. And uh and and sure enough, uh, he pushes me, right? Either he pushes me through a door, either he pushes the door closed, he pushes one open, and pushes me through it. But some kind of way, uh, there is a push. And so uh, I, I want to speak into the lives of those who are kind of right at uh, at a crossroad of sorts, where you know maybe nothing is all the way wrong, but everything is not all the way right either. Uh, and 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 so this morning. Um, I want us to deal kind of out of mark the Gospel of mark uh the fourth chapter and and look i'm gonna read two verses, but I want you all in your study time to to go between the verses also, so the two verses i'm gonna give you are mark four and thirty five mark four and thirty five and then mark five and one all right, so I'm gonna read mark four and thirty five for you uh it says on that day. When the evening had come, he said to them, talking about Jesus, he said to them, let us go across to the other side, all right? Let us go over to the other side. And then let's skip and go to Mark 5 and 1. And here is the revelation, and here is even the part that that leaps in my spirit. And they came to the other side. (laughs) Y'all caught that. They came to the other side of the sea to the country of the garrison. Uh, I, I want to, just for a couple of moments, kind of drop this in your spirit. And I want you to add this to your declarations list. Uh, I'm, going to get there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I declare over your life this morning, hallelujah, by the power of God, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. Uh, if you've ever traveled, whether it be out of the country or even to a new place, uh, some, some would opt to maybe choose what they call a, a tour guide. And uh, I won't insult your intelligence this morning, but y'all know a tour guide, of course, is somebody who is responsible for uh, taking you from place to place and informing you uh, about the places that you will visit. Uh, there, there are really two types of tour guides. The, one, there are the native. Those are people who are from the area. Uh, so, of course, uh, they they are familiar because experience, life, history, wisdom has kind of all come into one place. But then there are those who have studied the place, right? And they, they are the tour guides who may not be from the place, but they have spent a long time studying uh, the place. Either way, uh, the, the, the job of the tour guide is to enlighten us, right, uh, to 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 explain to us, to educate us, and to provide us basically with an experience uh, for, for the trip that you may be on. Now, the one thing that I did notice about tour guides, though, is that while they take you from place to place, they often don't necessarily explain to you how you're going to get where you're going to get. Their job is just to kind of ensure that you're going to get there. Uh, I, I want to encourage your hearts this morning that, that much like the tour guide, many of us are in this season of life where we are asking God the question, will I ever get there? I mean, I, I Lord, I have. I have done this. I have been faithful to this. I know what you have called me to do. I know hallelujah. What you've assigned me to do. God, but I gotta be honest with you. I, I in the midst of knowing what you have promised me, I still have to ask the question, Will I ever will I ever get there? Now, for those who are familiar, in this fourth chapter of the Gospel of Mark, uh it is a journey. It is a journey. And one of the things that I love about Mark's writings is that if you pay attention to how Mark's writing style, uh, the writing style that he takes, he likes to draw kind of like striking contrast. So, so you'll find that uh, all in Mark, you'll find a violent confrontation of, of the Pharisees when uh, they were plotting against Jesus, and, and which resulted in the plot against his life. But then Mark kind of slows down a little bit and walks us through the elaborate explanations of the teachings of Jesus. Uh, but, But in an effort to make sure that he doesn't portray Jesus as just theory and not practice, because y'all do know he's a God, not just a theory, but certainly a practice. Whatever he says, he is going to turn around and then do. And so Mark makes sure that he doesn't stop with the teaching of the parables and all of the above. But now Mark ensures that in in an effort to show Jesus's ability, to show his ability to go into practice, he now throws him basically into some major conflicts, and this can all be found in the book of Mark, the gospel according to Mark. Jesus comes up against wild nature. He comes up against rampant demons. He comes up against uh, incurable illnesses. He comes up against even certain deaths, but but now in an effort to prove his deity, because y'all know he's human and divine, right, uh, at this point. And so, so Mark makes sure that he highlights that Jesus now finds himself uh, having to prove himself to a group of people who need to be assured that what he has promised them or asked them to do is actually going to come to pass. I want to pause here and just say that there will be times in your journey where you just need to know, hallelujah, that what God said to you is still going to work for you. Yeah. Uh there, there there are times that you will need to be reassured. Yeah, I know. I know the churchy thing to do is to say, uh, if God said it, I believe it. But but let's be honest, there are times when God said it and we did not believe it. So so the challenge is now uh that, that we have these disciples who who don't even realize that they are about to go on a journey. Now I read Mark four and thirty-five and I read five and one, but I need to I need to tell you that what happens in between matters. And I think that when we talk about push and when we talk about getting there in this microwave society, our emphasis is on getting to the place but oftentimes we negate or try to ignore what happens in the middle. Can I pause here and speak into your life this morning and tell somebody that what happens in the middle still matters? All right. All right. I'll say it again. What, what happens in the middle still matters. So we see this, we see this interesting contrast in Mark four. Mark really outlines the criteria for being successful uh, in, in in getting to the place that God desires us to be in. He highlights that in order for us to make it to the purposed place or in order for us to get to where we have been pushed to get, uh, we, we, we have to do a couple of things. First thing we must do is obey the voice of God. True faith, y'all hear this, true faith requires us to move in faith, even though we may lack clarity. Oh, oh, y'all, y'all, the, the, I I can't say it any plainer. I, I think sometimes we have lied and told people that in order to move, that they will have to be 100% clear. But I'm here to tell you this morning that there will be times where God says, child, come on. And and you don't know where you're going. You don't know who's there. You, you don't know how long you're going to be staying. But you have the responsibility. If he said to come, you have the responsibility to come. In an effort now to rush this text, y'all hear this. Sometimes we vilify the disciples for a lack of faith. Everybody, when they preach this text, they like to kind of get on the disciples about a lack of faith. But sometimes we miss a crucial point in this text. Y'all hear this? The 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 the, the backdrop of this is now Jesus has had a full day of teaching. He's been sensitive to to, to every uh, learning cue. He's been faithful to explain every detail. Uh, he's been patient now with every question. But what we see in this text is a weary. An empty Jesus which which now shows up his humanity he 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 exercises a moment and needs to be free from the crowd, so he asks for a boat that that really has already been put at his command but but he proposes that he and the disciples go to the eastern side of the lake for refuge because sometimes you have to get away from the crowd to hear properly. Can I help you some of y'all some of y'all can't get rest now because you all up in the crowd. Some of y'all can't get rejuvenated because you are all up in the crowd. Some of you can't 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 have peace of mind and can't get rid of that anxiety because you've got so many people around you. You've got so much company, and not just people, but forces and things that that are around you that are seeking to disturb your peace. So 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 let's check this out. Uh, Jesus then, after he 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 says, "Let us go across." He does not ask them. How do they feel about going across? He does not uh, 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 inquire if they're comfortable going across. He simply says, let us go to the other side. Um, I always tell a story of of when I was a child and I would get in the car with my grandmother. And uh, y'all, you know, we're from the South, deep South. And so uh, we would get in the back of the car and uh, I would ask my grandmother, I'd say, where are we going? And uh, she would always respond to see a man about a dog. And uh, after about four or five rides, y'all, I, I realized we we were never gonna get a dog. And and so I remember asking my grandmother. I said, Grandma, uh, where, where are we really going? And and she would always ask me. She would she would ask me a couple of questions. Once she would say, Can you drive? And I would say, No. She'd say, Well, do you have a car? I'd say, No. And of course, after after she asked me those questions and my answer was no, she would say, Then your job is just to ride. But 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 can I be honest? Many of us are just like me as a child. We 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 forget, we allow intellect to make us forget that 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 we in fact are not in the driver's seat. So when we're talking about pushing the purpose and pushing into a place that God has for you, you need to understand that it is your job to just rise. It is not your job to ask questions. It's not your job to ask him how or who's going to be there. But, but, but he simply tells the disciples, let's go over to the other side. In other words, y'all just ride, but we have somewhere we got to go. So you got to obey the voice of God. And before we talk about uh, uh, the, the lack of, of faith, we must first acknowledge that the disciples did not rebuttal. They simply went. And I came to tell somebody this morning, I don't know what decision you're standing in the front of. I don't know what decision you are looking at. I don't know if you're looking to the left or to the right, but I can share this with you. If God has invited you to go, if he has in fact called you to go, then you must be sure and understand that if he's called you, he's going to take care of you. All right? Not only do we see that, but then we see that uh, you, you're, you're going to to make it. You're going to get there uh, when you know that and when you realize that your opposition is controlled by God. So many of us waste valuable time and energy choosing to worry about things that God already controls. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Mark writes that while Jesus is, is given the honored place in the ship, he's in the stern of the ship uh, with a pillow, uh once the boat goes out to sea, and the Bible says that the nature now turns loose. Uh, and it's a vicious storm that 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 Simon, James, and John, they have not even seen. Now they're experienced in their craft. They are they are fishermen by experience, they, which means they are familiar with the weather elements. But but this storm was different. But Jesus finds rest, is what the text says he finds rest while others are in a position of unrest i want to say this if you find yourself in a situation that you did not anticipate the best thing to do is to take your cues from the one who's in control if he can sleep in a storm my question is why are you up if if jesus can find rest in the middle of a pandemic why do you have anxiety if he is in fact in control and he's able to find rest, you might as well get rest too. But let's be honest though, uh, uh nature is God's creation. And so the storm was not outside of the control of, of of God. And Jesus was able to sleep, understanding that his opposition was controlled by God. I, I, I do wanna say this. I I do wanna say this. Uh Fear paralyzes faith. I, I wanted to throw that out there real quick. But when we teach this text, I always try to 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 bring this into perspective. Jesus' posture in the middle of the storm is one of rest. Jesus' posture in the middle of the storm is one of being unbothered.
2: Jesus'
6: posture now means that he understands that whatever he is facing is submitted to his father. Now, they should have had insight because the disciples have been walking with him a long time, but the reality was that they forgot for a moment. And what started out as a journey ended up being a matter of life and death for them, not for Jesus, but for them, all because fear crept in. I do want to highlight this and point this out real quick, because one of the things that I do appreciate about this text that we don't often illuminate uh, is the fact that when they wake Jesus up, they they began to be fearful. They began to be fearful. They began to be fearful. And y'all remember what they said. They, and, and they said, uh, Master, do you care that we perish? They said, we're going to die. I, I want to pause here and say that what you say in the middle of your storm matters, okay? What you say when you are even on your journey, maybe you're not in a storm, but you're in between. See, they're on the boat. They're going from the first place to the next place. And, and, and many of us are on that same journey, trying to get from here to there. And the challenge of that is that our language must be conducive of where we are headed. And so they they declare death even though they are yet living. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And how many of y'all have declared death over this last week even though God says you shall live? How many of us have said the project was going to fail even though God said he would never let it fail? How many of us have said that we are broke when, in fact, God has said I've given you everything that you need? They are literally speaking death on their journey and negating the fact that while they are saying we're going to die, they are yet living. Jesus gets up, and one of the things that uh, I heard a preacher say the other week, and, and I was just cringing when he talked about it, was when we hear this text oftentimes, we, we often portray Jesus' rebuke of the winds and the waves. We, we portray that as if he was trying to help calm the disciples' fears. But but that's not why Jesus rebuked the storm. Jesus, the Bible says that when he woke up, he did not talk to the disciples, though they had woken him up. He did not speak to them. He did not say something to them. Immediately, he spoke to the storm. Can I tell you something? Jesus woke up and did not address the murmuring of the people, but he addressed and rebuked what was trying to disturb his peace. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Ah uh where's your power, Saints, this morning? Where's your power on this Friday to rebuke what's trying to disturb your peace? You you busy posting about other folks and trying to throw off on other people and upset with other people and allowing things to burden you down and addressing the rumors and the murmuring and all of the above when really you should be getting up and rebuking what's trying to irritate and agitate your assignment. Uh Uh-oh, Jesus does not help their fears. Jesus tells the storm to be quiet because I'm trying to get sleep. The whole purpose of me getting on this boat was for me to detach from what I've been through and what I've been dealing with and trying to get some rest. So he deals with that because he understands, he rebukes the wind and the waves, and the Bible says that now because the storm was already submitted to him, it had to listen and calm down, all right? But then lastly, you know, you know that you are going to get there when you realize that your outcome depends on God. Your outcome depends on God. Some storms really aren't threats until you make them one. Y'all know that? In other words, it doesn't become a matter of life until we life or death until we react out of fear. I want to highlight really two critical points in this text. The invitation was made by Jesus. In the beginning of that text, he says, come, let us go over to the other side. That's Mark 4 and 35. He says, let us go. I, I, I'll say this, uh, and it's going to be a little risky because cause some of us may disagree on the call, but I'm I'm going to drop this in your spirit. I was always taught by way of etiquette uh, that when you invite someone to come eat, that you, the tab is yours. Now, now y'all doing this new thing where, where you invite people to eat, and then you, then you holler about them going Dutch once they get there. But but I'm talking about etiquette. Etiquette says that when you issue an invitation, you have to take care of the bill. Can I bring you into the text real quick? Jesus issues them an invitation in Mark 4 and 35. He says, let us go. He, he issued the invitation. And I came by this morning to tell somebody that if Jesus invited you to a place, he's got to, he's got to take care of it. If he invited you to a place, the tab is his.
2: If he invited
6: you, even into a storm, he does not desire that you would die, but he is going to take care of the bill. Then I want to highlight that the disciples put themselves through unnecessary stress all because they forgot who they had on the boat. Y'all know the story. When Jesus gets up, he asks, he rebukes the winds and the waves, and when he finishes rebuking and speaking back, to what was trying to disturb his peace, he then turns to the disciples and asks two questions that I'm going to ask y'all today. One, why are you so fearful? Why are you, you, so fearful? And then two, how is it that you have no faith? You, you who've been at church every Sunday, every Sunday since you were a child, you who know every song in the hymn book, and who can quote scriptures on cue, you, you, who have said hallelujah every day, you, who speak in tongues, and you, who pray for others, and you, who lay hands on others, and you, how is it, how is it, how is it, how is it that you, who know all these things, are so fearful, and how is it that you have no faith? And the Bible says the disciples stand there in awe of him. They are literally in awe. And this all now is is, is fearful men who stand in the presence of a peaceful God. But after the storm, they saw him in a new way. After he spoke to the winds and the waves, they began to ask themselves, Y'all know the story, what manner of man is this that winds and the seas obey? Can I say this to you? As you are attempting to get to that next place, the place that God has shown you, and even the place that he has invited you to, I need you to understand. I need you to understand. That you must first obey the voice of God. That you must secondly understand that your opposition is controlled by God. If he sleep, why are you up? If he has gone to sleep and is resting, why are you worried? But then you gotta know that your outcome depends on God. You're going to get there. (laughs) May not be tomorrow, may not be next week, but what God has promised you, He is fully and well able to perform. You are. You are going to get there. I'm trying to help you this morning. I pray that this word was life for you. I pray that you understand that God is, in fact, still with you. I pray that you understand that even on this push, even on this journey, even in the in-between, it is imperative that you understand you're going to make it if Jesus is on your boat, if he's on your boat, if he's on your ship, if he is the author of this season. If he is the initiator of where you are, then he is going to take care of you. I love y'all. I pray this word is light. that so he came that we might have light and have it more abundantly. Walk in the newness of life today and embrace that journey, knowing that you're going to get there. The text says he he invited them to come. And then after a storm, the Bible says, and they came to the other side. You're going. You're going to get there, y'all you're going to get there. Listen, uh, again, I want to just uh, come off mute at this time. For those uh, who did not get to say good morning to us, uh, you can do so at this time, and then we'll move into our love, life, and victory moment. Good morning. Good morning. It's Sister Stephanie. Thank you so much. Good
4: morning. Good morning, man of God. It's pretty Patrice. Good morning, family.
0: Good morning, it's prosperous Pam. That message was fire. Good morning, family. Love you.
6: Thanks, Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Juanita.
0: Good morning, it's Krishanda. Happy Friday. What an awesome declaration. God bless you.
6: Good morning. Good morning, Krishanda. Good morning, everyone.
3: Good morning,
0: Monica. Good morning, it's Tanya. Awesome word, always here. Good to hear you.
4: Thank you.
6: Good morning, Tanya. Hey, Pastor Didi.
7: Blessings. I was fired.
6: Good morning, Didi.
4: Good morning, Pastor Winston. Hallelujah from the other side. It is a favor Friday. Your declaration was on point. God bless you, man of God.
6: God bless you. God bless you. Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. It's Persistent Priscilla. That was an on-time message. appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Priscilla. Good morning. It's good to hear your voice.
8: Good
6: morning, Sister Sylvia. I'm gonna get there. Yes, you are, Sister Sylvia. Good morning.
1: Good morning, this is Patience.
6: Um, thank you for the wonderful decoration. Good morning, Patience. God bless you. All righty, y'all. Well it's love, life and victory. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's l let, want to hear from y'all this morning. What what rang in your spirit? Uh what made you say wow? What made you say ouch? What where, where are we at this morning after that declaration?
0: Good morning. This is Foster's Pam. I'll go ahead and kick it off. Um I wanted to say you said so many um different things that were so rich um from um One of the things that you said was if he he invites me to a place, then he's going to take care of the tab. I just really like that. Um, That was just such a good, um, just something good as a good reminder of what God has for me. Thank you for um, just hearing about your mom and um, when she would be driving you somewhere. That was just very funny. You just brought it to -to day-to-day, you know, scripture what Jesus did in the boat, but also just relating it to every single day, whether I'm having a problem on job or whether I'm not having a problem here or there. If God brought me there, he's going to get me out. I will get there. So just thank you so much for that word. It was life today. Have a blessed day.
6: Thank you, Pastor Tam. It's good to hear from you. And we thank God for you. Uh, you're absolutely right. If he has invited us, he is going to take care of us.
7: Hey, Pastor. It's Dee. Dee. Wow. Um, you got me on one. I have to put a Isaac Carey song in the middle of it because that's what your share this morning said. It matters what we do in the middle. So in the middle of all the chaos, all yeah. the hell that seems to be breaking loose, what are we doing in the middle? And then that how fear paralyzes your faith. I've never in my whole life seen so many believers in such fear. I'm not saying I don't have times where things hit me because you know having kids and granddaughters and stuff there's things that I that concern me but when you are allowing the like you said the analogy of him going to sleep it's like why are you staying up I'm about to get me some rest I'm gonna I'm deal with those things that are attacking my peace and so that's where I've become like the peace addiction that I have I don't care who it is my little 17 year old dog if he start barking too much he eat that's my peace he got to go in another room. So I just appreciate you reminding us that it what, what we do in the middle of this matters, how we pray, what we say, the words that we speak, and just being mindful of that faith, that like we got to activate that faith no matter what, so that we don't become paralyzed for this stuff. And like you said, this pandemic and whatever else is going on, Jesus is asleep. Why are we up? Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you for that.
6: Love you too, D That was that was awesome. Uh when you realize that uh that you ain't, you know, you you're wasting valuable time. You could be sleep getting rest, uh, alleviating yourself of anxiety because those are things that are not of him. And uh and there's so much time with losing, losing sleep. And and, and all the while he's resting because all this stuff is submitted to him. So thank you for that.
1: Good morning Pastor Good morning. Whitten. This is Andrew. I uh really appreciated the lesson that you taught this morning and and what was uh sticking in my mind was when Jesus was sleeping on the ship, why was he so comfortable in knowing that his journey was protected? Well, because a he prayed to his father regularly. And he knew the promises of his father. He knew he was here for one purpose, you know, to take on the sin of the world and and be that perfect sacrifice. So nothing that the enemy could put in his way was going to stop him. So he knew that that was, that was all right. On the other hand, when he prayed later before he went to Calvary and he was praying to God, he told his father that. Everyone that he, his father gave him, he kept, except for the son of perdition. So that the scriptures would be fulfilled. So those eleven on the boat had no issue; they were going to be okay. They just didn't fully believe it yet, because when it was over, when he asked them like, "Where's your faith?", they were like, "You know, what kind of man is this? <laughs> you know, the wind and the sea obeyed." So they weren't completely convinced that he was everything that he was showing he was. they knew he was a good man. they knew that he had power from God but you know they were still trying to put limitations on him and we do that too you know and in times like we're in now where it's hard to trust the government and you know you don't know uh, how things are going to go financially. everybody around is sick there's death in every family. We can still trust God because He's going to get us to the other side. So thank you, sir. Going back on you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's all. That's all I can say is yes, sir. uh You hit the hit the nail on the head. Anyone else?
4: Morning, Pastor Winston. It's Rochelle again. I just um you just bring so much clarity. You know, the Lord speaks to us in so many different ways, and you know, um, a lot of times my salutation be rest well when I, you know, leave from with someone or, you know, when I get off the phone with someone, I was just like, that's what they say to dead people at the funeral. But the Lord says, if I bid you to say it, say it. This whole passage in your um, declare is what that means. Rest well in him. It's so clear now. I totally, totally appreciate that because I love when God just comes and confirms uh like you said, he's a God of theory and practice. He's a God of I said what I said, and I do what I said and continue to do it. So God bless you. It was so, so enriched for me today. Like I said, every day is a favor day, but Fridays are just very special to me. So I thank God for your declaration. I thank God for you. And thank you for pushing us and, and helping us to get where we need to go in the word. So thank you, man of God.
6: Oh, no, bless you. Bless you. And you're right. You you got me looking at Friday another way. Uh so so I thank God for that. Um anyone else? Love like me victory.
3: Um, good morning. It's Persistent Priscilla. I love this declaration and, and um the way you fed it to us was um really received and and, and simple yet powerful. Your delivery was excellent. And I just want to say, first, when you started out, because I almost didn't get on, because I'm like, it's been like a fire hose since I've been on Declare Victory. And I just want to take things in and study and ponder and, you know, just make sure. So I was like, maybe I need to be still for a little bit. But something pushed me, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit pushed me to get on. And you started out and got my attention. God has something else for you when you're at the crossroads. Bam, that was me right there. And then you went down with... um, the question was, will I ever get there? Bam. I <laughs> like, yeah, you do ask yourself that. Am I going to get there? Yes, I do ask myself that as well. Um, and then you said, what, you know, what happens in the middle matters. Obey the voice of God. In other words, pay attention to everything. Look up, you know, and then um, move in faith. Um, even though we lack clarity, <laughs> um, even though you may not know where you're going, you know, oftentimes you don't know where you're going. Where is your faith? And then you said, take the cues from Jesus. Yeah. You know, take the cues from Jesus. So pay attention. And then, of course, it's been mentioned fear paralyzes faith. Didn't never, I never made that association. But nonetheless, the truth. And then always know that Jesus is in the middle of the storm. Okay, and what does he do in the middle of the storm? I mean, we just don't even look at that. Right. Um, But we know it, but we don't actually give it thought. Not not the way you gave it to us. But he rested in the storm. And here we are running around like a chicken with our heads cut off. But anyway, so. um, And then watch your language. And God has been mindful of me about that. You know, saying things, you know, I don't have this and I don't have that. When he's providing everything for me and showing up in ways I never thought he would. Constantly being there, being aware of that. Um, yeah, that was so good. So incredibly good. What's trying to... Uh, I can't remember your assignment. I can't remember what you said in that word. What's what's trying to undertake your assignment? I don't think that's it. But anyway, nonetheless, it was excellent. It was very good. And I just appreciate you this morning.
6: God bless you. God bless you. Uh, You don't know how much that means and certainly how much I appreciate just hearing that it landed where it was supposed to land. Uh, that, That wind and wave I hope that resonated with somebody's spirit, that he did not get up. You know, that thing really blessed me, that Jesus didn't get up and address the murmuring of the disciples. But instead, he spoke to and rebuked what was trying to disturb his peace. He grabbed his pillow, got on that ship. He went down to the sun so that he could get rest. And all of a sudden, something came up that was going to pose a threat to his rest, And he it. Go
2: ahead.
0: Pastor Wollinton, I was just going to say that I, um, you're confirming another, because I was going to say, I was going to bring that back up about what you shared about um, Jesus didn't, um, he didn't. Uh, Address the murmuring. He went straight to the storm, and I was reminded by how sometimes if I um, am really praying, like Lord, where are you? It's like we are really, uh, I'm like in my flesh, waiting for a response. Thank God that He's He's focusing on the storm. He's not focusing on telling me things I can remind myself in the Word. So <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but it was just That's was right. a revelation to me too that sometimes He might seem so quiet, but He's taking care of the storm. He might not be just you know, coddling me at that very moment. So I really, really, um, I really appreciated that. Um, when you, when you gave that example.
6: Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, you hit it right on the head. Uh, just so many times, right. We, 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 we tend to, um, uh, we tend to negate in the moment, um, uh, that you know we'll spend our, i don't know about anybody else i have wasted valuable time trying to address the other things meanwhile there's a storm going crazy on the other side and uh you know by the time you think you're putting fires out on the left you really should have been dealing with what was the issue at hand uh so so that's something i would drop in your spirits today also don't don't get swayed by the distractions
8: Good morning. Sorry for the noise. I'm commuting. This is Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. I want to say, um, I want to share this real quick. I don't know why this just keeps coming up for me. Um, I feel like when I feel like I've matured, uh, in, in the word and in Christ is when I can sleep at night, when there is a storm going on in my family on my job, or in any situation, there's something going on, there's some kind of problem or trouble. Whereas before, for years, you know, I could not sleep if there was a problem with one of my kids. I couldn't sleep if there was a problem with my grandchildren, my mom, anybody, or my job. But that is not the case, has not been the case for the last several months. I can sleep and rest assured that, God, it's already been worked out. And I thank God for that. And a, a real quick example is my oldest daughter was uh, had moved in. I allowed her to move in on me, not knowing it was going to be longer than what she said. And at the end of the, I would say, I got to the end of the rope where it was just no peace. My peace was disturbed, you know, with her and her two children. And I'm in a, a small apartment that was just for me. Um, and so she got a place. She was moving to Dallas. She had to show me her virtual place, but yes, she kept putting her movie and date off to see how long she could stay with me. She wanted to save more money. And so finally it got to the point where, you know, I just got, I couldn't take it anymore. Like you had a deadline. It's time for you to move on. And so she, you know, was very upset. She started packing up the kids and packing up the car and everything else. And I will say, and I was not sure if she was going to a hotel or sleep in the car. I just know it was time to to move on. I had to push beyond, literally. And do you know I laid down and I went to sleep, and I'm surprised, you know, I would never have done that, Uh, knowing that God was going to take care of it. Right? And so the next morning, I called my youngest daughter, and I said, have you heard from your sister? She said, yes. She said her and the kids are on almost halfway to uh Texas. They're on their way to their new place. <laughs> I just had to share that. <laughs> and they've been there since June and they're doing fine. They're
2: doing praise great. God. Praise God. Praise God. And
6: right in the nick of time, right, right when that right when that peace was about to get fully disturbed, you know, things things shifted and so we praise God for even those moments. Anyone else, love life and victory.
9: Good morning. This is kind Kim. I really want to thank you for your declaration. That was amazing. Um, I like how you shared the analogy of you being that passenger trying to figure out where you're going Yeah. and how you were just putting your, just like, hey, you're not the driver here. I got this. And that's really how God works on our behalf. Um, when you were speaking of the middle, it kind of brought me to just the process of life with every single thing that we go through. From birth, I mean, trying to get through that canal, there's a process. There's pain in the middle of it. You know, there's pressure in the middle of it. But we have to push. As we grow older in life, we hit that point called adolescent. I mean, that's a challenging part of our life. It's the mid part of our growth. We have to push. We have to press. I mean, whether I'm applying for a house, a job, a car, there's always that middle ground. And I just thank you for reminding us that Jesus slept during the storm. He didn't weep. He didn't complain. He didn't worry. He was steadfast. And I just, um, you know, ask that you guys continue to pray my faith in Christ, because that's how I want to be. I know that I've, you know, gained ground and, I'm, um, I'm, you know, he's first in my life and I want to do everything to please him. I love this um, call with our family each day, but I truly just want to be able to rest 100% in the storm and just know that I know, that I know, despite what it looks like, I'm the passenger. And I could trust my driver. Thank you so much, and have an
6: yeah. amazing day. Yeah. Praise God. Have an amazing day also, knowing knowing that he's in control. Anyone else?
5: Hey, Pastor Winton. This is um Lisa. Thank you for your declaration. Um, I just keep hearing a resounding theme of rest. And in my mind, I keep hearing rest mean, doesn't mean we're not doing anything. Rest is a state of mind, right? Rest is that, that peace that surpasses all understanding. And I love the passage kind of you um, started off at the beginning, right? Um, and I want to kind of just add to what Brother Andrew said. When he said in the very beginning, let us go over to the other side, there was no doubt in his mind that they were going to get to the other side. And so just like Andrew's saying, he came to die, so he knew that anything else was really literally a distraction, trying to interrupt the plan of God that he had sent him here to do because he came to do the will of the Father. Well, even in the short interim time, so we're trying to break off a big old giant piece. when All we really need to do is keep the end in mind and keep moving. If he told us that we were going to the other side, it don't matter what storms come. It don't matter what virus comes. It doesn't matter what pandemic comes. If he said we're going to the other side, that's what we take rest in. And the rest does not mean necessarily that we're going to sleep. Listen, we got some work to do. And I think because looking and making it relevant to today, we're being so distracted and pulled apart that we're fighting one another instead of fighting a real pandemic and virus, instead of fighting a real devil that's really trying to take people out, and we're distracted we're not seeing things as they really appear and and many of us have forgot what he already said many of us have forgot what he already said so thank you for me it was much more of a reminder just to to solidify that god has made us some great and exceeding promises and if we don't believe them who will if we don't act on it by faith and keep moving in the direction what he spoke us what what he told us to come towards How are we gonna reach there? So having the end in mind before we even begin, remembering the promise and being steadfast and unmovable in that thing, and no matter what the distractions come, we can say this too came to pass. Because the storm, either they got through it, either it passed, we spoke to it and canceled it. Sometimes we're gonna have to ride it (laughs) through. But we still getting to the other side. Might come out with a limp, might come out a little bruised. Nevertheless, until I believe for me, until I complete my assignment, until I do what I was created and called to do, and the reason why I'm still here, all that other stuff, just a distraction. Just an opportunity for me to get stronger, for my faith to increase. Just another opportunity for me to see God move in another way. They never saw him as one that could control the wind and the waves. Now I got a new experience. I got a new tool in my tool belt. So thank you for that.
1: Lisa, on point, on point, uh, knowing
6: the, the knowledge, knowing that it's going to be okay, which is why he can even issue an invitation, right? Um, but then also, you know, then, them needing to, to learn that they're going to be okay. And I think sometimes we take for granted that you can be in Christ, right? You can walk, uh, closely with him but then there are still times in your life where with every juncture and at every road and at every turn you will see him in a new way
2: mm-hmm. and uh yes. that
6: is that is that's always my prayer my prayer is lord don't ever let my view of you become stale yes. i don't care how old i get i don't care how long i've been walking with you i don't ever let me become so familiar that i forget and don't ever let my view of you become stale. Don't ever let me limit you to the last thing you did. Uh for so every time he's able to do exceedingly abundantly, right? So
5: so thank you for that.
6: Anyone else?
4: Yes, Pastor Winston?
6: Yes.
4: Um I was trying to uh, find the scripture, but what um, I enjoyed your decoration and what keeps um, sticking to me is um, how God doesn't want us to fear. And I was trying to find the scripture um, where we're supposed to cast our cares on Him, and God has not given us the spirit of fear, um, but of but a love and a sound mind. And that's so heavily right now because. With this um, Corona-19 that's going on, um, it was like you was on, on Walk It Out because we were talking about um, different things about, um, you know, people have their um, opinions on this and stuff like that. And, you know, some people may uh, feel different about it because, you know, they lost loved ones and, and stuff like that. But I, I have no um, no fear, you know. I pray for the ones that lost low ones and stuff like that. But he's got me right now in a, in a place right now where I'm not fearing to live this life um, like Corona-19 is going on. And what I keep hearing is um, we are not to fear. We are not to fear because God got our back. That's just like when his um, disciples was on the ship. And you know they feared in him, and you know he didn't. They didn't have to fear, and that's what we have to do. Is we have to not fear. We have to have that faith, and we have to continue going on because that's just like a person that's um, selling, and they have to look over their back all the time. That's the same with this, you know, fearing what's going on right now. And I thank God for how I'm. I, the faith that I have and how I'm feeling right now, I'm not fearing anything. And I pray for the ones that lost loved ones, loved ones to say.
2: Yeah,
6: yeah. Faith over faith over fear. We hear it all the time, a little harder to implement. It's easy to say, right, but, but a little harder to implement. But that fear really does paralyze, meaning it makes our faith immobile, makes our faith uh, unable to grow, unable to function. And so I think that you you, you said a mouthful right there. God bless you. God bless Anyone you. else?
7: Pastor Winston? I just yes. wanted to thank you um, for just keep going. As as pastor, um, I, I just intercede for all of you guys, because as, as much as we are all going through stuff, just what the attacks of a minister or pastors are, so I wanted you to know that I'm personally... Um, interceding for you and your family and just asking God to continue to cover and bless and keep you and just provide whatever it is Um, so I don't know I just needed to tell you that because I know you're pouring out on us and and, and sometimes people that get that pour out don't get poured into as much as they should so I just wanted to publicly let you know that your sister got you there's no um, distance in the power of prayer and it's real so from my heart just let you know I got you bruh spiritually and if I gotta catch a flight no, and I really do um want you to know that I got you lifted up. Love you.
1: Thank you.
6: Love you too, Didi. I, I appreciate that more than you know. Uh I think that's major. Uh, so thank you for thank you for saying that. Uh I knew it, but thank you for saying that. Much needed, much appreciated. Anyone else? Love, life and victory. Alrighty. Well I tell you what, I'll let you all enjoy the rest of this Favorville Friday. Uh thank you again to Claire Victory Family. Uh I am praying for each and every one of you and I pray that you would be praying for me also. So um, if there's anything we can ever do from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, y'all holler at me and let me know. Uh and and uh we'll make sure that we get it done. You all pray for uh pray for our area uh pray for the surrounding areas. We are still in recovery mode from Hurricane Ida. Uh there's a lot of people who are still without and I tell people this all the time. Don't don't I wouldn't even rely heavily on the news, uh because it's a totally different ball game, uh this way. So you still have people without lights. Uh we just got ours, thank God, about a week ago. Uh but but you still have people who have lost everything. Um from food all the way down to their homes and cars and all of the above uh, and things that that make us comfortable uh, have certainly been compromised. And so we we are continuing to pray. uh, And even as we lead those who have lost everything, uh, this is a time, and I'll say this to you all, um, you never know what people are going through. And so for us, one of the challenges is as pastors, leaders, learning how to lead people who have lost at this point more than you? I drop that in your spirit. I drop that in your spirit. So we do that, of course, by wisdom and prayer. But certainly, just know the burden that is on the men and the women of God, uh, and not just those who sit in the top seat, but those who also support, those who help, and those who are doing even marketplace ministry. All right.
5: So let us pray. Hey Pastor and, uh, Winston. Um, yes? Before you go, if you would, when when you start your rebuilding and you have projects, and I'm sure you will as a leader and leading people who have lost, If you please post that in the victory room so that we can support? I mean, sometimes we want to send support, and we don't know where it's going, and we try to do a Red Cross. But if you're right there in the thick of things, and we could help um, post it in the victory room, please.
6: Okay. I'll definitely do that. I will definitely do that. Uh, all That's right, great. God, we love you, and we thank you, God, for being the all-wise, the all-knowing God. We declare even now that our situations are still submitted to you. We thank you, God, that our storms, the good and the bad, are submitted even under your hand. I pray now for the person, God, who's in between a decision. They need to make a decision. They're looking to the left and to the right, trying to figure out which way uh, that they should go. God, you be the divine decision maker as only you can. God, I pray now for my brothers and sisters on this call. Whatever fear, whatever anxiety, whatever worry is trying to interrupt their peace, trying to disturb their sleep, God, trying to disturb their mind of rest. God, I pray now, God, that your mighty hand would move it as only you can do. God, we know those things are not of you, God. So we thank you that you are taking us literally from here to there. God, we thank you that you have ordered our steps as you said you would in your word. God, we thank you that we won't fall victim to cheap tricks and and, and things, God, that the enemy may try to throw our way. But, God, we declare even today that we are victorious in you. God, I thank you for uh, the curators of this call. God, I thank you for the originators, God, those who had the vision and the mind. Cover them now so that their labor is not in vain. God, I thank you. For this divine day, I thank you because it's another day that you have allowed us to see, And so we will work, God. We will do. We will serve, God. We will uh, sing praises to your name, God. Whatever it is that you've called us to do in this moment and in this hour, we will do. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all have a great Friday, family. Have a great weekend.
2: Amen. Have a blessed day,
1: everyone. Take care. Have a good weekend.
2: Goodbye. Happy. I love you. We love
4: you too, girlfriend. Have a favorite Friday. Enjoy your day.
2: Thank <laughs> you.